welcome to the Weekly Cooldown. I'm Kami Jace, your host for another episode. If you're joining us for the first time, this is, of course, the show where we get to know the gaming news of the week, and we get to know our guest. It is episode 106 of the Weekly Cooldown. It is Friday, September 25th. We're going to skip the headlines this time because I really want you guys to get to know my guest this week. We're very excited to have this person on the show. But, of course, if you have any uh, uh, headlines you'd like to speak about or you want to chat more about um, any specific topic, just uh, join the Discord. Or remember, you can always tweet at me at Gaming, or you can tweet at WKCooldown and uh, we'll chat about it. We'll get to know. We'll talk. We'll talk so much. Or join the Discord. The Discord's better. It's like real-time chatting uh, as opposed to like me adding you later and being like hey shut up you don't know what you're talking about no i'm kidding i don't do that (laughs) not often anyway i shouldn't do that anymore honestly getting into twitter fights is the worst thing you can do in this time honestly of course i am (laughs) we have a guest here uh this guest i i i was uh invited to uh do some stuff alongside this guest on their podcast um please say hello to ray hi ray hello how are you how's it going oh you first oh okay um pretty good i just moved from north carolina to chester england so that's that is a big thing (laughs) um that is quite a leap yeah it was is it is it is england wonderful it's great I love it. It's yeah. uh, the first couple of days I was here. It was really, really bright and sunny, which was surprising. Um, Ooh. And then it kind of started cooling down and it's been raining for the past couple of days. But it's really nice to not be sitting in a pool of my own sweat in September. Mm. Um, so I like that a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. We uh we love England and we love <laughs> London and I would love to be over there. England's cool. Um, hey, tell us about some of your shows and your podcast. What do you do? Um, right now I'm just doing one podcast. I'm on Good Idea with Aiden and Jeff and George, which you know them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that is a bi-weekly we i don't know how how often it gets released aiden kind of just releases it off schedule which it works easier for mm. all four of us ADHDers. um <laughs> it's it's a uh what does he call it a, a brain, brain trust. trust your brain can trust yeah um mm-hmm. and it's just you know it's a comedy podcast where we give uh not advice but ideas quote-unquote advice we talk about good ideas it's fun Mm -hmm. um i haven't actually recorded in the last couple of recording sessions because i've been busy packing up and moving but so this is actually the first podcast i've recorded since i've been here which is ah fun so i'm special yeah i'm super special excellent um be sure to check out good idea i am on i think maybe one or two episodes um yeah you'll be on two episodes i think excellent well you definitely gotta check it out now because i'm there so (laughs) there you go 
There you go. Um, so as always, and you might not be able to answer this given your recent movement, but I would like to know what have you been playing this week? Um, this week it's been because I've been moving. It's mostly been handheld stuff. So like going back mm. to the going back to the old days with my DS and some newer stuff with my Switch. I've been playing. Uh, Animal Crossing, of course, but I've also been playing, mm -hmm. like, um, Borderlands on my Switch, which is just kind of wild. Oh. Like, not something that I would have expected to enjoy on my Switch, um, because it's yeah. so small, but I actually really do enjoy it. Yeah, that's... I forgot, I guess, that Borderlands was on I had no the idea Nintendo that Switch. it was. I just saw it um, in, a, in an advertisement and bought the whole, like, all of the games. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. wow, to have it portable, to not have to use a right. a clunky laptop to play Borderlands. Wow, wow, wow. 20, uh, 2020 is not, maybe not <laughs> as bad. It's bad, but it's not as bad. 2020 we is have, just not we fucking Borderlands. around. Yeah, yeah, right. But we have Borderlands on, on yes. handheld, so it's cool. That's cool. Um, What were you, are, is there any game that kind of solidified your place as a gamer like what is your entry oh god um how far back are we talking because i'm a 90s oh, kid as far back as you can reach oh yeah just go all um, the way <laughs> my my brothers and i had like my my grandparents had the playstation um and so i grew up playing the playstation and i actually grew up playing like a newer version of the old atari Mm. Um, so I had that as a kid. I had several just plug in and play games as a kid. And honestly, honestly, the thing that solidified me as a as someone who liked playing video games was this Star Wars plug in and play game um, that I absolutely loved. And it was shaped like Darth Vader's head. Um, what is that game? Now? I have no idea what it was called, but I loved it. It was so much fun. Um and then I kind of fell out of it for a while and then got back into it in college. Um, mm. But I, I say I fell out happens. of it. I didn't really fall out of it so much as my brothers got the gaming consoles and kind of didn't let me play anymore because sharing <gasps> yeah. with four people and one TV is hard. Sure. Um, I completely understand that. And I only have one brother. So, yeah, yeah I get it. Um, but I did like to play, you know, my Game Boy. I had my Game Boy, and I liked to play that. Mario was a big thing for me, because, you know, mm -hmm. 90s kid. Um, of lots, course. Lots of Nintendo stuff as a kid. And then as I got older, I started playing stuff like um, the the fighting games. I don't know what they're called, but the one-on-one, -on -one, like... Um, like Street Fighter and yes, like that. Um, Those are except, good ones. Yeah, except the ones that I played were like uh, Marvel and DC and X Men. Oh, ones. Marvel yeah. versus Capcom. Yeah. And... Yes. Yeah, we love we love that stuff. Um, we, so I've just you know, uh, it's we, we have a lot of, of fighting forever. game community people here. Uh, I like those a lot, a lot of fighting game. Yeah. Um, I'm so like I don't know. If I'm honest, I have to drink a lot to be good at a fighting game. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like when I'm sober, I'm 
terrible at fighting games I, and I don't know what me, I'm doing. For me, it's if I'm sober, I'm less likely to like swallow my pride and just button mash like I should. You know? Yeah, I, maybe that's <laughs> what it is. Because when I when I am sober, I'm like hyper focused on trying to land moves right. and really trying to like be super analytical. But then when I'm like a little drunkies, I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's just we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as we go along. I still exactly. know some of the moves. I have the hand eye coordination going on, and then I win a few times, and I'm like, you know what? This feels great. <laughs> I can enter a tournament. Right. Ah. <laughs> uh. I love fighting games, though. Yeah, I've I recently too. gotten into, um, oh shoot, which one is it? Guilty Gear, which is like an anime fighter, which oh, okay. is totally up my alley. Yeah, and it's the the like uh, controls for it are so bizarre because you have to do like crazy combos to be good at it. But um, you know, just kind of sitting down and like labbing with some friends and just going at it every now mm-hmm. and then is is a lot is a lot a lot of fun a lot of fun i appreciate that shout out to my one uh fighting game slash shooter discord appropriately named shoot me um <laughs> so that's cool um Sounds like we had like a similar upbringing. A lot of it was Nintendo yeah. and trying to share with siblings. Yes, we actually had um, the PlayStation Two at our house. That was our first console that we ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brothers and I played that thing into the dust. Like, yes, um, it was. We were when we were younger. Now that was one of the ones that didn't have the uh, the wireless controllers. So if we got too rambunctious with the controllers, it would get yanked off the, the desk. Oh, yeah. Um, and so that thing got mm-hmm. yanked off the desk several times. And by the time my mom finally made us get rid of it, the buttons had all fallen out. And so whenever we wanted oh, to turn God. it on, we would stick two screwdrivers in there until we saw a shock. Um, like a little spark. Oh. And that would turn it on. <laughs> so we, wow. weren't, we weren't even using it. Like, it was... It should have been thrown away long before that, because we were basically hot-wiring the PlayStation. Yeah, and that was, like, the bulky one, too. Yes, it was. Oh, oh boy. I um, I actually remember my PS2 having a similar issue where <clears throat> the ports for the uh, CD disc reader and the ports for the controllers both were not working, so oh, I decided... No to open it up and see if I could fix it myself. I got very close for like a 13 year old who has no idea what they're doing. Right. Of course. Um, And um, instead, of course though, I end up making it way worse. Oh, Um, and by that time, maybe I wasn't 13, maybe I was like 14 or 15, but by that time, the Xbox 360 and the PS3 were also already like on their way to yes. coming out. And so I told my mom, like, look, this is broken. I don't know if you want to get me a PS3 for Christmas, that's fine. But, you know, this is borked. We um, used our PlayStation 2 until PlayStation 4 came out. Wow. Yeah. You guys it, are troopers. Yeah. <laughs> it was troopers. a mess. Troopers. 
well, well, likewise, I mean, what happened to me was um, instead of getting like the PS3 or the Xbox 360 as soon as it came out, what I got was a slim PS2, yes, <laughs> which I, I was that. super happy to have. I was like elated to have that and I had no problem like waiting a couple more years until I could get what what ended up being the Xbox 360 and uh you know I was happy with that too and it was it was a a, a nice time with my PS2. I do miss it. <laughs> when will my PS2 return from the war? Right. Those things were sturdy though. They were. You had to give it quite a a beating for it to finally fall apart, but yes. um it certainly, when it did fall apart, it's like, all right, you know what? I don't like this abuse. I'm out. Uh, yeah. I'm no it, longer a fan. Yes. But now we have better things on the horizon. The PS5 is coming. I am it very excited about that. And I wish. Are you going to get one? I think so. I wish my boyfriend was more into gaming. He says he's not any good at them. Mm. And I've told him, well, it, you can't just quit whenever you're not good at something. Yeah. If 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 you want to do it, you have to, you know, you have to practice. And he's like, I just don't want to practice. Right. And I'm like, fine, I'll play video games alone, but you're gonna have to sit there and watch me do it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's kind That's of disappointing. My but... boyfriend doesn't like controllers, so he will sit and watch me play video games and make remarks on how bad I am. That's funny. But then. <laughs> will retreat to his room and play some like the one or two games he has on his uh, PC right. and then call me into the room when he doesn't understand something <laughs> or like make a make whiny noises like I don't understand how to do this mm -hmm. and I'm like listen here keyboard and mouse guy you figure it out my uh my best friend is a PC gamer and I am too that's more that's what I've been doing recently yeah. just cuz I can't afford a console um Right yes Now that said my my computer is is on its way out it's being held together with duct tape right now I think it just beat things <laughs> up Honestly I, I don't think it was anything to do with the PlayStation I think I just have things that I beat up Um goddamn electronics But I would like I haven't had a console in so long, and I would like to have a console again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel much the same way. Um, I think I am going to get a PS5 standard, so I'm going to throw down 500 whole American dollars Ooh. on a PS5 standard at some point, because... I kind of, I, I say this, um, or I've said this on previous episodes, but I kind of miss having physical copies of things. And so I'm, I'm ready to have some physical copies of video games again. Yeah. I don't when think you, I can when you fit physical a... copies of anything in my house anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. When you get to be a PC gamer, everything's like, okay, I'll just, you know, uh, uninstall this and install this and buy it on, yeah, buy it mm -hmm. on Steam and... But, um, yeah, I'm, re I'm ready. I'm ready for discs and cover art and all that stuff. Yes. I'm ready for it. Bring it back. Bring it back. We're old school here at the Weekly Cooldown. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, maybe get some water. And okay. we'll be right back with more show. Cool beans.
Hi everyone, I'm Daniel. I'm Holly. And we are the host of Murd Up, a murder story podcast. It's just me reading murder stories to Daniel that he knows nothing about. Nothing at all. Like Jon Snow. So I'm just like, uh, what? And are you serious? And a whole lot more. It's one case per episode and it comes out every Monday. You do not have to be a true crime fan to enjoy. That's right. I'm not. But I, uh, I enjoy it. But if you are a true crime fan... That works too. There it is. Murder Up Mondays. MurderUpPodcast.com. See ya. Peace. Good morning, Agent Phillips. In a time when things are at their bleak. A terrorist could shut down airport control towers or nuclear power plants. When villains threaten every corner of the globe. Some of the most dangerous people in the world. Only one man had the skills, the wit, and the talent to save us all. The greatest man who ever lived. Secret Agent Chet Phillips. Chet Where is Jet Phillips? You know what? Nope. 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 I don't even want to hear the rest. For the first time in agency history, Agent Phillips has declined a mission. Yes! Mission rejected. The adventures of the world's most secret agents. The backups. Skip Granger, master of the code word. Why don't blind people go skydiving? Because it frightens the dog. Mackenzie McGrath, computer genius and identity thief. I'd also like to just point out that my part in your plan seems to be to use $5 million worth of -of state-of-the-art equipment to change a postage stamp. Bowden Moncrief, actor and master impersonator. You know, I heard from my agent that they're interested in me for the 12th Angry Man at the Don Rickles Dinner Arena. Gloria, former White House intern. Do you see the tiny dots on the coffee cups? It's a ternary code I invented. This one's Earl Grey with half and half. When the hero doesn't want to help, they're the world's only hope. Any questions? Uh, yes. Are these assignments gonna just keep getting more and more terrible? Mission Rejected is a monthly full-cast comedy adventure. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. back to the show so it is time to get into the big stories for this week uh we have two main stories um just to just to get us started um well started and ended i suppose um (laughs) but the first being uh microsoft so microsoft has announced that they have acquired bethesda in a recent 7.5 billion dollar purchase The deal between Bethesda and Microsoft is expected to be finalized during 2021, likely in the second quarter of 2021. Microsoft will increase its creative studios from 15 to 23 studios. In 2014, Microsoft also paid for Mojang for $2.5 billion, which makes it about uh, a third as much uh, uh, of the cost of Bethesda. Um, Mojang is the studio behind Minecraft, of course. Um, once the deal is finalized, we should expect Bethesda properties like the Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, and even their latest intellectual property, Starfield, to be owned by Microsoft and later added to the Xbox Games Pass. Um, so there's a lot going on here. Um, first of all, it's actually, Microsoft has, um, 
acquired the parent company of Bethesda, but of course we focus mostly on Bethesda Softworks, which is, you know, uh, the big Bethany Esda, as we call it, the, <laughs> the big name in video games. Um, the parent company is called Zenimax. Um, and yeah, so they're, they're basically upping their uh, studios to a whole lot more than, than they re- uh, recently had. Um, and I don't know what they're getting ready for, to be quite honest. It's kind of, it, it, in one way it feels ominous, and in another way it's it like, okay, Microsoft, let's uh, let's see what you got going on. Um, I can see... Any first thoughts? Well, I can see that there's a split between people, like, it, it, just within people, between being worried and being excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like... Yeah, it could be really great. And Microsoft has a history of things making things better. Um, I say yeah. that, you know, I say that with a little bit with, of... With apprehension. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, it makes things quote-unquote better. But that my friend mentioned, my best friend mentioned last night, um, that the modding is going to be much harder and she's very frustrated with that because she's really into the modding communities of a lot of a lot of different games Um, now that's something i didn't really think about um so i know that steam kind of cultivates its own little modding community it does um but what i guess microsoft doesn't so that that might not be especially with bethesda games which are like made to be modded exactly um, right if it's not a bethesda game if you can't mod it until it breaks exactly <laughs> so it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how they tackle that because there's a lot that microsoft says that it as essentially will they'll be hands off with um uh and i think one of them should be if if anything it should be with modding the games because yeah. i mean what's 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 the big deal there (laughs) now i don't understand the i don't understand how modding works in the if if it does even at all in the console community i know how it works in the in the pc gaming community because i'm a part of the pc gaming community um Mm -hmm. but my fear is that they're kind of just going to like pull out the the capability of over modding things altogether. Um, which either means people are going to go the long way around and mod things because they're still going to figure out how to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. or Microsoft is going to be like Nintendo and say, "Mm, nope, full stop. You can't do this. And we're taking your, like, what's the word? Uh, your account away from you. Cause Nintendo has been doing Mm -hmm. that. To even, like, Animal Crossing players. People who have been modding Animal Crossing. Right. I'm hesitant to say that Microsoft would do anything like that. Yeah. If only because Microsoft has been making it a very very pointed effort to make sure that anything that is added to the Xbox is added to the PC. Yes. Um, And for the most part, what we've seen in that regard is kind of not unfettered really, but kind of a, a, a freedom to do what you will with those video games. And right, because once you I buy them, f- they're yours, and I think you should have full freedom to do what you yeah. want with them. Right, and in that regard, I think that they've been 
pretty lenient and pretty even nonplussed about people um, modding their games. I've seen a couple of mods for even things that are on the Xbox Games Pass, which you yeah. kind of technically rent, quote unquote. Um, so I'm hopeful that this isn't them being more hardline, but rather it's them being more kind of freeing and like just making sure that they're building their catalog rather than trying to build like a an Iron Fist kind of uh, community nice. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I have every, every, we, I'd rather we as a community have every, um, in, uh, thought or, um, feeling to think that Microsoft is a going to not make things ex exclusive just to the Xbox. Um, so if it comes out on Xbox, it should and likely will come out on PC as well. Um, even as a timed exclusive, it'll probably still be on PC. You can probably still get it on the Xbox Games Pass, like, the day it launches. Um, so I think, for the most part, this is just Microsoft kind of strong-arming Sony a little bit and saying, like, yeah. these are ours now. <laughs> um, Caitlin, my friend, mentioned, she said something about and i just this is all i wrote down and this was at like two in the morning when she said this so i have no idea what it was talking about but i'm going to interpret it as best as i can she said something about the modding community being under fire from monopolization and i think what she was saying there was she was afraid that um she was afraid that they were just going to take this modding community that exists and either mm -hmm. uh erase it or not erase it in in terms of like the need for it won't be there but she's almost afraid that they're going to take these people and make them game developers instead and force them to work under the constraints of these uh creative the creative constraints of microsoft um sure and that is a very valid fear that i can't see happening at least at first um and it would be interesting to see uh, the gaming community's reaction to that because i don't think they would let it happen right so um that put a thought in my head that i'd never thought of before and it actually kind of chilled me to the bone <laughs> in that i imagined a world where there's like a like a like a service for mods a la uber or lyft right yeah. so you have these kind of contracted mod community people who are selling their mods right. instead of that like is her fear. introducing them yes i can definitely see maybe something like that happening microsoft if you're listening you are not allowed that idea it is copyrighted by me as of just now and i'm and you can't have it you just can't, and I'm not going to let you have it because it's a terrible idea. Um, it truly would alienate, alienate tons of gamers. You would have, uh, like, Twitter riots in oh, yeah. in the fandoms. I mean, you it's a terrible idea, and I truly hope that it is just a fear and it is not something that can come to or will come to fruition because right. it's it's horrible. It's horrible sounding. <laughs> 
One thing I'm not really looking forward to is having to buy things. I don't know how to buy games from Microsoft on the PC, really, because I know you can't get them on Steam anymore when they do that. Um, some you can and some you can't. Um, yeah. It, it all depends on kind of how it's being released. But, yeah, because I know, um, like, Minecraft, you can't get on Steam. You have to get yes. it in the Microsoft Store, which I can't stand. I hate yes. the Microsoft Store. Um, it's impossible to work through. <laughs> the, it's just about luckily website. the yes, oh, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> but luckily, um, the Xbox Store, quote unquote, is better a little bit. Yes, um, they that's where they do the Games Pass, but you can also buy like the games outright if you want them. That's um, true. So those like those games are better i would never of course go through the microsoft store for anything right um because it's it's the worst the absolute worst it is the worst phil spencer if you're listening you gotta tell your buddies to cut that cut that shit out it's a bad (laughs) store just move it somewhere else just throw it away um but yeah so that's microsoft buying bethesda um watch out for the very least watch out for all your favorite games ending up on xbox games pass which is a pretty cool deal i mean access to all the games you could ever want to access to of course though if you want to buy your games you should also do that because owning games is a little better than renting a cloud-based service um just a little bit unless you plan on playing those games once and ever again in which case not a bad deal 10 bucks a month and you get access to all kind of get dang games you ain't never known about. I talk about it too much on this. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm like a, a representative for them. But it, I mean, I love I love the Games Pass. It's really good. I'm glad they bought it to PC. Yeah. Um, the kind of games as a service thing that Xbox and Microsoft seem to be doing is not a terrible idea. Um, seems to be working in their favor pretty well. Um, they can drop seven point five million on a on a studio, so they're doing okay, I think. Yes. Doing I can't okay. believe how many. I can't believe how many um, creative studios they're opening for this purpose. And maybe they're just. Yeah. They may not even be opening them. They may just be converting Bethesda Studios into Microsoft Studios, which would be. Oh, yeah. Very smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they've been purchasing tons of um, studios kind of like left and right since about, Mm -hmm. I want to say since like 20, well, since 2014, really, starting Mm -hmm. with Mojang. And then they've been chomping at the bits and adding some more, some little indie ones and um, all kinds of other studios. Um, And now with Bethesda joining the gang, they'll increase that from 15 to 23. So that's. Let's see. How do you do math? Eight more studios. It is eight more. Eight more studios. It's it's so, it's uh fifty percent more, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's seven point five million it's, billion it's dollars. A lot. Yeah. Well, I hope that those wonderful dev devs are not being overworked and. That seven point five billion is going to make us some good games and some happy, happy employees. Yeah. And, and if I hear anything otherwise, Microsoft, I'm coming for you. Right, just guns a blazing. We, we stand the employee <laughs> on the weekly cooldown. 
Um, okay, so let's move on to our second and final story of cool. this episode. Uh, let's see. A new report shows that stolen accounts from popular games such as Minecraft and Fortnite are tied to a large $1 billion black market. According to the report, hackers and scammers are using tools that can check 500 accounts per second to discover stolen login credentials and apply them to, in particular, Fortnite accounts. These accounts are then sold for anywhere between $200 and $250. This is not new to the gaming world. However, the report does put into perspective the amount of money people are willing to risk and pay for a little less effort in their video games. Um, truly bizarre to me that we have it a is. video game black market, but so, we do. I want to ask you a question about this. What is the point of of a black market like this? Well, from what I can tell, I don't tell, do a whole and, lot of and, online gaming, so I'm not right. I'm not super familiar. Uh, um, so from what I can tell, and uh. Even from what the report says, um, it it kind of stems from either A, wanting some kind of valuable skin or some kind of perk that you just don't want to spend hundreds of hours trying to get. So especially in Fortnite, um, if you uh, level up and stuff like that, then you can get all these cool skins the skins are given value mostly by the players, of course. Um, right. It's not really given a, a value uh, by the developers. Um, but then there's also skins you can buy with actual money, which those have value. Um, and, you know, if your account gets hacked, then all of those valuable, quote-unquote valuable, I've said that a lot this episode, um, <laughs> skins that you get, are then subject to someone else getting them. So if they really wanted this one skin that came out from when the Avengers event was happening, um, then, you know, someone goes, hacks your account, and now you don't have that skin anymore. It's unobtainable because the event is over, and now someone else can get it. So, I, I mean, it's... It's really dumb because it kind of uses the i call it like the bitcoin principle where it, or even yeah. just the money principle in general where you're assigning a value to it that doesn't really exist um and now because well, of not just that, uh, you're assigning a value to something you're assigning a value to something that does not exist it's not tangible right exactly and so you get this I, I guess black market where people are you know scamming you out of or or doing phishing attacks or whatever um getting your account and selling it for money and now the hundreds of hours you spent shooting people on Fortnite is gone or the you know 200 300 dollars of your parents monies that you spent right. on all the skins is now in somebody else's hands see that's um, really really mind-blowing to me because to me the most of the fun in video games for me comes from mm -hmm. the achievement part so right. what's the achievement in just stealing someone else's stuff there's no achievement there it's kind of like have you played fall guys yet no 
Okay, so do you know what Fall Guys is? I don't think so. No, I don't think I'm familiar. Oh, okay. I'll quickly explain it because it's a great game and you should okay. play it. Fall Guys is like a battle royale where everyone's kind of either racing to the finish or creating or um, um, solving these like puzzles to okay. get to the end and to be number one, right? So it has the same uh, idea as like a Fortnite or a PUBG where you're trying to beat out all the other contestants, but instead of shooting people, you're like racing or um, uh, trying to grab a tail. It's like a mini game type of situation. So I hate um, to say this and I hate to make this comparison, but I'm going to because I think it's hilarious. Have you seen Spy Kids 3D? Yes. The one where people get sucked into the video game? Oh, yeah. Is it like that's that? That's a good... That's a great comparison. <laughs> and I love you for that because it definitely is kind of like that you keep going from level to level you have to complete the level and um whoever doesn't complete it gets eliminated so yes you're you're pretty much on the on the money there i got it Um, that's spot on got it that that being said the game had uh for a couple of months since its release not recently because they patched it but was rampant and i mean it had rampant rampant cheating where People were, like, hacking the game so they could zoom ahead of everyone, um, knocking random people off uh, indiscriminately, honestly. Okay. Um, making so other exactly players like zoom Spy ahead. Three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Um, but, I mean, think about that. In a game where it's literally designed just, like, there's no incentive to kill anyone there's no aimbotting there's no nothing like that it's just designed for you and your friends or you and 60 other people to have fun right racing or racing. jumping or solving a puzzle or whatever people felt the need to cheat in it it has it, it i think the hufflepuff it, hard-working fair like obsessive obsessive with fairness part of me which is all of me to be fair um (laughs) i I just have so much trouble with that concept the concept of cheating just it is mind-blowing to me because why when you could win like if you can't win by your own merits if you can't win by being good at the game then fucking practice until you're good at it exactly yes you're absolutely right and not only that, but like it honestly, after we're done, go look up Fall Guys. It is okay. the cutest game on this goddamn planet. What about that is like I'm gonna cheat in it though. Like I don't, <laughs> I, I, it's it's mind-boggling to me. But the, in the same respect, the idea that you would instead save up money to buy someone else's account instead of playing the game that you supposedly love so much that you're willing to spend money on it right is it it doesn't add up make it make sense it doesn't make sense it it really does not it really doesn't i'm so i looked up fall guys just now and i i have heard of this looking at it okay now that i'm seeing the the visual i am familiar with this very brightly colored adorable game (laughs) It's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and I yes. bless the d- developers like every day. Um, 
let's see what else we know from this report. Um, so the report is done by a company known as Night Lion Security, which helps companies identify uh, vulnerabilities in their software. Uh, they said that hacked accounts are from all kinds of different games, not just Minecraft and Fortnite, but also RuneScape, which we like if you've been a RuneScape player at all in any century or in any decade, whatever. Oh my god, it's been it, years, yes. decades. But what? you know <laughs> that there have been hacked accounts in RuneScape um, through gold sellers or anything else like that. Right. And I remember Somehow I was probably are... 12 thinking, oh no, my account's going to get hacked, knowing I didn't have enough achievements or anything oh, for my account to be hacked, no one... but like, the fear yeah, was Yeah, no there. one cares about you. <laughs> no, nobody gave, nobody gave a shit about my accounts. Of course not. No, and still, I don't, I don't care for just building up achievements. I care, I play the game to play the game. Right, exactly. Um... Strangely enough, one of the other games that were being hacked um, is Roblox, which I don't understand. Roblox. Yeah. Really? Literally the game that I think only children play. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so those f uh, four games in particular added up to roughly $700 million oh my God. Um, in hacked account sales. Um, and... Uh, you know, all the rest of the video games um, eventually brought it up to the one billion dollar mark. So, um, yeah, apparently, apparently, also the buying of um, these accounts has spiked in a major way thanks to you guessed it, COVID nineteen. Oh, of course. Um, I don't know. I truly don't know where people are getting the money to buy hacked accounts, but they certainly are. Um, who and knows? uh yeah so i don't know where they're getting the money but i can understand i can understand why covid would would cause a spike in this because people are people are playing video games religiously right now it's a mm -hmm. huge market right now but you would think in that regard that they, they would, would just play be the, the video game right yeah yeah right if they're going to be spending it's... so much time doing something then actually play it it's <laughs> Again, like, make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. There's one last piece of news regarding the black market of account sales. And it is uh, a class action lawsuit filed against Epic um, over hacked accounts. Oh, good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Epic Games is being sued in a class action lawsuit after a security breach. Um, the class action lawsuit was filed by Franklin D. Azar and Associates in a U.S. District Court in North Carolina. Who has, the, state, who has the money? Honestly, if my accounts uh, got hacked, I would just cry myself to sleep and start over. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I think in this in this case, at least, you'll get um, some of that money back if you win the class action lawsuit. Yes, it does so. seem to be... It, from what from what I'm hearing, it does seem to be several people that have teamed up to sue. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Um, luckily, thanks th thanks to uh, the great lawyers of <laughs> our our, our gaming uh, generation. lawyers. That's a thing. Now. Yes, gaming lawyers. That's yes. wild. Um, they take on these class action lawsuits, especially for technology based companies. And they kind of make sure that anyone and everyone who's ever been affected gets a slice of the pie. So, 
good luck to those of you out there. Epic Games, get your shit together. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't fully blame you. <laughs> um, but uh, if you're a hacker out there... Stop it. Just, just cut it out. Just cut you it out. You can make your money somehow. Like, go work for the FBI. We need right. you right now. Go, yeah, exactly. Go if you, you want to hack, <laughs> apply do those skills. actually productive with it. Yeah. Dude, let's, uh, let's make it make sense. Let's do it. Together we can all <laughs> make it make sense. Um, all right. Well, uh, that is basically the end of the show. And cool. as we move along toward the end of the show, we always ask that you, our guest, give our listeners a recommendation. Which game, or games, or games, should they be playing or be on the lookout for? I don't know. Um, Uh so I asked Caitlin this last night and she said, uh, Crusader Kings three. Oh, okay. Cause she's been playing that religiously recently. She is very much enjoying it. Every once in a while, she'll look up for her from her computer and say something along the lines of I've started a cult or I've killed the Pope. (laughs) We love, um, or I've taken over Ireland, which is, you know, it, it's very fun out of context, but it's a game that I am. I have looked I've I have decided I'm going to look into so that I think is going to be my recommendation even though I don't know anything about it Caitlin very strongly recommends it and I trust Caitlin's recommendations there you go we uh you know I got maybe I gotta get Caitlin in on this show sounds like she you should yeah I think she would be she would probably be a more knowledgeable co-host or guest or Oh um, no! You what have you of the podcast? You've been wonderful, and oh, I will you. not have you speak ill of yourself this day. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying, Caitlin is. Caitlin knows more about video games than me. That's just a fact. <laughs> that is fair. Um. Uh, you know, you've probably already been playing this game, but I'm gonna recommend Among Us. Um. I played one game recently, and I love it. So uh, get get in on that. Come play me. Maybe not now, but eventually when I have more time and also when I learn how to be a better liar because I'm not a great one. Um, can you believe they stuck me as the imposter like the first time and I died? Like they sent me out and I was like, I'm going to be honest. I have seen all of the stuff online for mm-hmm. it, but I have not touched it yet. You gotta get in on it. You can. I should. It's free on your cellular phones. Okay, I will check it out. And it is only five American dollars or uh, pounds. Yeah, British. That's what British they use. Pounds. It may not. It may British be. Pounds. It may be fewer than five, just because of the exchange rate. That's right. So. Four and a half, Amer- uh, not American, <laughs> British pounds. <laughs> um, and it's it's good. A lot of people play it. Um, they've decided not to make a sequel because of the current popularity of uh, of that game. So yeah, give give Among Us a try, and have a great time with that. Cool. Um. And finally, to finish off this episode, please let us know where we can find you on the internet and if you have anything else to plug. Um, well, you, I mean, you can find me on Good Idea Podcast. So any, um, any of those 
any of those places that you listen to podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, those those kind of places. Um, mm-hmm. And they have a Twitter. It's just I think it's just good idea on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at. <laughs> I just changed it because nah. I just changed my name. So hang on. Um, it is hey underscore it's underscore Ray and hey and Ray are spelled with an A E at the end instead of how they're normally spelled. Um, so it's H A E underscore it's underscore R A E. And that's pretty much where you mm-hmm. can find me anywhere. Um, if you can't find me under that, then try it with a 24 at the end. Um, what else? What else? What else? I think that's it. Just kind of look up the Sinister Parent Company Twitter, um, the website. It's just sinparent.co. That is our, um, that's our podcasting stuff. And that's where I'm most active. So that's where you'll find me. Very, very good. Cool. We are so happy to have had you here. Well, thank you. And now it is time for the Comedy Jays plugs. Um, <laughs> as always, you can find me at Comedy Jays Gaming on Twitter, and you can find the Weekly Cooldown as well on Twitter at WK Cooldown. Be sure to visit the Weekly Cooldown Facebook page. Visit WK Cooldown for more news and other episodes. Be sure to leave a review or comment on Apple Podcasts. Uh, check out the links in the description, including, of course, our Humble Bundle for this week, and support your favorite charities and support the show. By the way, I have to do something that I normally do. Um, <laughs> beg you for reviews and comments on Apple Podcasts, because I need them. Okay? Let's not go here again. Yes, we, honestly. If you're y'all listening... Have, y'all have no idea how much that helps podcasters. If you are not... Lis- if you are listening to this show... If you're right not now. listening, what the fuck are you doing? Come on now. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor's friends. Tell the dog. I, you have a dog. <laughs> uh, just tell them. Um, and let's get some reviews going. Um, thank you. Okay. Um, our logo and art is done by Corgian of Doghouse Esports. Follow him at Doghouse Corgian. That is D-O-G-H-O-U-S-E-C-O-R-G-I-A-N uh, on Twitter. That is Twitter Twitter links. And our intro music is done by Zach Brider of Captive Portal. That is all for the weekly cooldown. I'm Kami Jace. I'm Ray. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye.